welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of Podcastica here on NOTLG.com. We are going to recap the third and final day of Gallifrey 1, and uh, we have some breaking who news that we will also talk about. Uh, my name is John, and joining me as he does, I guess, um, seven times a week now, because this <laughs> show just happens to you know come out every day. Uh, is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, um, are you as tired as I am? I am definitely tired. I am still catching up on stuff, and I think I made a mistake by not staying on top of my Sudafed while I was down in L.A., because, man, the sinus pressure right now is not good. Oh, no. Yeah, coming descending into San Jose was very painful on my ears. Ooh, that does yeah. not sound good at all. I am sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay. It uh, the whole family is a little congested right now, and dealing with some rather frigid temperatures. What happened? Uh, yes. We went away for one weekend. <laughs> yeah, what did happen? I landed and it said uh, it was thirty-seven degrees, and I said that can't yeah. be right. But it, it was. It was, tw- it was twenty-seven when I left the house for work this morning. Oh, that sounds beautiful. Is doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, it was very cold this morning uh, when I, you know, decided to leave L.A. this morning and go <sighs> straight from L.A. to work. Look, some love makes people do crazy things. Yeah, um, it does. Like change their flights every two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so no, but we. I was driven to the airport. Lauren, who will be uh, joining us a little later, she uh, drove me to the airport and went to go like cleaner windows and oh, no it was all ice so yeah i had that this morning yeah it was um it was ridiculous but but cold weather aside taylor yes before we uh i think we talk about the final day of gallifrey one in our experience and uh ooh another thing i forgot to mention maybe we should uh some hopes and dreams for the 30th we'll get to that too indeed um we had some breaking Who news today in the form of the brand new Doctor Who logo. I Yeah. And I don't think any of us were expecting this. There were rumors that there was going to be a new Doctor Who logo. And well, I knew that there was going to be like um like a presentation that the BBC was doing to all the markets that they sell to. I just didn't really know what they were going to be, you know, presenting in terms of doctor who right and boy did we uh were we all very excited we got a little intro video yeah for the logo we have um there is there is the full logo and then there is the the full logo with um i love the with jody whittaker on a hill yes i love that one like this kind of new, new dawn photo yes and uh we have the tardis in the background Mm-hmm. Oh, and then we just have the like, the lo- the the logo. Wow, the, the logo, the logo that just says "Who." Yes, this kind of abbreviated logo that uh, they have as well. Which I'm not sure if that's just you know here. Let's put it on all our social medias because everybody uses circle shaped yeah. uh, avatars now. Yes. So I bet that's what it's for, really. I mean, I would assume so. So Taylor, uh, first thoughts on this logo. Um, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, my, my first, my immediate response, um, you know, especially coming from, uh, the previous one with its kind of more blocky sci-fi letters was that this almost kind of struck me kind of Game of Thrones-ish, but I think that was just because the, 
the thickness of the letters was, you know, much thinner and there were lines through them. That literally was it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can, I can see where that comes into play a little bit. Um, I, I also really like this logo. I like, I saw it and went, Oh, this is fantastic. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't have any like, Oh, is this a thing? I don't know. Um, no, I like it very much. It's very, very cool. I like the, I do like the, almost strike through the entire uh through the entire name that you know turns the h into the h Mm -hmm. and we also had uh there was some detective work done by someone that if you turn the uh if you turn the logo sideways on its side um it i believe let me see if i can find there's there is a a news story about it but i feel like somebody yeah it was a radio time story that anna shared with us that um basically if you take uh the ho in in who and flip it on its side uh, uh they are speculating that there's a uh, uh effectively a, a venus symbol yes uh, i couldn't within yeah, there the to re- reflect the new uh, uh female doctor sure i'll run with it yeah, why not? Um, you know, whether that's intentional or unintentional, I don't know that it matters, but all right, let's go for it. Sounds good to me. <laughs> I, yeah, I really just like, I really enjoy it. Just really, really, I'm excited, and it gets me excited. Oh, totally. Very excited. I, can you imagine if this had dropped at Gallifrey? Every, we would have lost our, um, I believe, as you have said many times, our collective sheezy. Yes, but there would have been almost 4,000 of us doing it all at the same time. Yes, yes, there would have. I can't... That would have been an experience. Imagine if we had gotten this as an exclusive. That would have been great. Oh, right. That would have been a lot of fun. That would have been amazing. So, Taylor, uh, new logo, new everything almost. Hopefully not a new theme song. Um, I'm sure it will have a little bit of variance, but at the core, it will be the theme song. It better be. It's not going to suddenly turn into friends or something. <laughs> oh, no. Goodness. So, Taylor, um, you had um, a half day at Galley. Yeah, I did uh, on Sunday. On Sunday. How was your, how was your Sunday? Um, pretty good. By, by that point, um, boy, my body was just tired. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I, what can I say? I'm old. My back is not what it used to be. My feet are not what they ever were. Um, <laughs> so even with... <laughs> you know, good shoes and good insoles standing for a while. By that point, it, it was a little miserable. But, um, you know, by the time Sunday rolled around, I had one very clear mission. Um, and that was to obviously not only get um, Sylvester's autograph for myself, uh, but for the uh, kid uh, from South Carolina, his name's Duncan, who I said that I'd help out. Uh, we talked about that on the last episode. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I got down to the dealer's room uh, around about 10. Uh, Terry was kind enough to hang out with me as uh, uh, we wandered through a little bit. And sure enough, he was there. Uh, Sylvester was there and signing. And so just hopped right into line. And um, I am happy to say that I got Duncan's uh picture signed and uh, told him the little story behind it 
shared the pictures of Sylvester from TimeCon uh, 1990. So he actually literally kind of stopped what he's doing, put his glasses on and looked at the pictures a little bit, which I thought was awesome. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. And um, and then also obviously signed a, a, a photograph for myself. Um, and so so that part of the mission was accomplished. And I'm happy to say that this morning I uh, went down to the post office by work and it is on its way to South Carolina now. That's great. Yes. Good job. Yes. I know. I'm I'm very pleased with myself. In fact, on um it seemed like on Monday, I think it was. Maybe it was late Sunday, but I think it was Monday. Um a lot of people on Twitter were kind of expressing um just their thanks. Just just the highlights of the con for themselves. And and so um you know, I shared uh that story. Um, just as because it really was kind of a highlight being able yeah. to kind of like support the fandom and, and, you know, help out where I could help out, do what I could and, um, and help and, out and, a young fan who enjoys classic who. Right. Exactly. I'm, I'm always going to support that. Um, but I, I, I was really kind of surprised because, you know, I was, I was just sharing. it. wasn't really thinking anything beyond that, but, um, uh, the response that I got from people was, you know, overwhelming, um, just a lot of like, that's so awesome. That's what fandom should always do for something. Even Chase Masterson uh, 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 liked it and chimed in and, and you know, gave her appreciation of, of that act and that sentiment. So I was I was really kind of bowled over by that. I really didn't expect that. Well, that's great. That's yeah. Cool. <clears throat> um, but at that point, you know, I was I was pretty much a free will. I decided to go ahead and get Sophie to sign. um the book that she did with Mike Tucker. So I've got, I've got both of them on that book now. Um, yeah. What else wandered around? We, Oh, we got, we got our group photo at the TARDIS. Yes, we did. We took our group photo, a, um, a tradition and, and we took our own photo. Yes, we did. Uh, yeah. got the two of us together. And then, um, I think not too long after that, I got one just of myself in there. I, I didn't even think to be like, oh, yeah, how about just me? Yeah, I uh, didn't even. I saw the picture of you and I went, oh, man, I could have got one by myself as well. <laughs> oh, I yeah, forgot next year for sure. Yeah. Um, and I have to say, I was I was really uh, kind of excited to uh, be there when uh, when Lauren in her amazing uh, heaven sent wall. Yes. Cosplay got to, uh, 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 see Rachel, uh, Talalay and get, uh, her confession dial signed. Yes. Oh, that was, um, that was a treat. Uh, I'm sure when, uh, when Lauren comes on, we will talk about that. Oh yes. Please. A little more. Yes. But that was a lot of fun. And, and what about the happy coincidence of, Somebody cosplaying oh the castle from that episode being right there. Oh my good! That uh, whoever that woman was, my goodness! That the detail in that costume was totally was amazing. Yeah, I was I was very thrilled to get a picture of the two of them together. Yes, Ugh, great picture. Totally, just a very very and i remember they were both like are you are you here to see rachel <laughs> yes <laughs> <For> each other <laughs> like oh well you can go first makes more yes. sense if i go first and, and we go in order <laughs> <laughs> totally it was very cool totally yeah that was really cool um yeah i don't think there was too much for myself beyond that i mean really it was just kind of 
um, I don't know, soaking in the last little bit, you know, uh, unfortunately there was a lot of watch, uh, checking to make sure that I wasn't gonna, uh, suddenly run late. Oh yeah. Uh, to the, and as, as it was, I got to the airport, got through security, lickety split and had an hour to kill. So, yeah. oh, well, oh, well, well, good. I yeah, mean, you got yeah, to hang yeah. out with us a little bit in the, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Sat down with you guys, uh, while you had lunch, my stomach was a little unsettled that morning. So I'm like, eh, let's not <laughs> sit on a plane with a upset stomach. So, yeah. but I was happy to hang out with you guys. Definitely. Um, and, and if I'm not mistaken, uh, uh, Get a photo of Lauren surreptitiously <laughs> getting a photo of Rachel Talalay, Richard yes. Ashton, Wayne Yip, and someone who I didn't recognize in the background. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Oh, you know what <laughs> I w- I will say. I will say a mm. a little thing here that happened later in the day. I actually got to uh, shake Peter uh, Harness's hand, which was pretty oh, cool. Oh, very nice. Yes, because um, awesome. I think. Oh yes, remember we ran into uh, another John in the hallway. Mm-hmm. And we were talking to him. Yeah. We, oh, right. And he was telling us about, and I'll just tell the story. We might tell a little later, but I'm not really mm-hmm. sure. Um, we were talking about uh, how he was like, oh, I, I'm I'm about to maybe get something super cool from Peter Harness. Right. And uh, it turns out he did get something cool. It was, um, oh, I can't remember what script it was. Lauren Blink. will probably remember. Was it Blink? I thought it was. I thought someone, I thought. Yeah, I don't know. Somebody was looking at a picture of it. Ah, then yes, it must have been Blink. And um, it was a very, it seemed to be a very early draft of it. And it had Mm -hmm. someone else's handwriting on it. And we're very sure they were liner notes from uh, one Stephen Moffat. That's amazing. And he's just like, here you go. (laughs) Just gave it to him. That's just crazy. So that is uh, very amazing. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Oh, and, and you know what I forgot to share Last episode, I got to meet the cosplay parents. Oh, you they did. They are so nice. And they are they are the parents that, you have to remind me, because it sounds very familiar, but are um, they the, the parents that have the two children? No, 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 no. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they do have children, um, but they are, I don't know, they got kind of, I don't know if internet famous is the right term for, for actually, you know, being... Um, I, I don't want to say elderly, but they are they are certainly an older oh, couple. Oh, are they yes. I've and, seen and them. they they like go everywhere and cosplay together. Yes. I've i um Katie friend of Mike t- has taken a lot of pictures of them. Ah, okay. Um and and they just happened to be sitting at a table behind me one morning while I was sitting there editing and I just had to go over and be like, Hey, <laughs> I know who you guys are and, and I think it's so cool. And I just wanted to say hi and meet you. And they were super, super nice, sweet people. Well, that's great. I think I I feel like pretty much everybody you meet at the con is, is pretty awesome. Uh, So long as they're not critiquing how you write the first doctor, I think. (laughs) Yes. Zing. Well, I mean, yeah. (laughs) What more can you say about that? Yeah. Well, um, but yeah, yeah, it was good. Um, you know, strangely enough, I, I traded my first ribbons on the shuttle bus on the way to the hotel, and I traded my last ribbons on the shuttle bus heading back to the airport. <laughs> so all in all, just a good, it's, um, what is it, what, is that full circle? That's a full circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah very much. Uh, <laughs> uh, spent a lot of the rest of the day, uh, you know, checking Twitter, seeing what was happening, 
uh, in the other panels and and was home and exhausted on the couch yeah. uh, when um, uh, the the women in Doctor Who panel was oh, on. My so goodness. reading about that was incredibly moving. And I'm sure you guys will talk about that later. But, yes, we will. Um, wow. Just wow. So, all right. Right now we're going to um, switch gears. We're going to say goodbye to Taylor just for a little moment here and we will I'll just pop into the TARDIS for a second. He'll just pop into the TARDIS and he'll <laughs> he'll pop right back out and he will uh help close the show. So we're gonna send it over to me and Lauren right now. All right. I am now joined uh by Lauren Bancroft. Hello Lauren, how are you? Hello, I'm good. How are you? I am I am well. It's uh it's been so Thanks. long since I've seen you. I know. LAX this morning. I know. Um we are here to talk about our Gallifrey One Day Three, mm-hmm. the Sunday. final day, yep. Sunday. Um, I think before we get into that, Taylor and I were talking at the top of the episode about the breaking Doctor Who news, and I would like to get your take on the new Doctor Who logo. I think it's great. I think it's very exciting. It's very different. Um, it's, a, it's a fresh new look. I'm into it. Excellent. I also. We also love it. Great. We love, love, love it. We think it looks fantastic. Excellent. So uh, our Sunday was, um, how did our Sunday start off, Lauren? Uh, well, from 9 to almost 11, uh, my good friend Sammy Michael came over to the hotel and did my makeup. <laughs> yes, she did. And what, yeah. what was she doing, besides being a good friend, what was she doing your makeup for? Uh, I was cosplaying the Harder Than Diamond Wall from Heaven Sent. You know, the wall that the doctor spends four and a half billion years punching through? Yes. In the confession dial? I was uh, dressed as that. <laughs> it's very silly. It's a very silly thing that I uh, love dressing up as that it, wall. It's very silly, but also very creative. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Sammy, uh, she's really great with makeup, and she came and dumped a ton of glitter on me. I can confirm. Um, Some of that glitter is still on yeah. my face. Yeah, it's still on mine as well. It's uh, <laughs> probably I feel so bad for the poor cleaning crew at the LAX Marriott. Oh, uh, yeah. We're going to be cleaning that up for weeks. Oh, well. But yeah, yeah. so Sandy came over, and that took um, a little longer than I expected, I feel. But she did a wonderful job. So Yeah, she did a fantastic job. Yeah. And uh, you would actually, I don't know if you would call test run it, mm-hmm. but you, uh, you test ran this costume at uh, San Diego Comic-Con. I sure did. And yeah. uh, you changed. Yeah, you changed some some uh, one part of this costume. Uh, the the shoes. Yes. I changed, changed the shoes most immediately. Uh, yeah. Uh, man, I wore brand new brand new pointed toe bejeweled flats to San Diego Comic Con, and god damn did I regret that. Yes. Yes, you did. Yeah. But- but I got some. I had some white sneakers, and I just uh, painted them with some silver glitter this time. So, one hundred percent good decision. Yes, All across the board. Looked fantastic, and also uh, I believe you're very comfortable. Yes, no one had to sit me down and go get band aids. <laughs> so nope, not this time. No, not this time. So we, the first thing we did was, uh, I believe we went to go see the director of the episode you were cosplaying or part of the episode you were cosplaying uh rachel talloway yes yes we got her autograph well i got her autograph you did i did um 
Yeah, I was really hoping to get into her coffee clutch. She had a, a, a dual coffee clutch with uh, Sarah Dollard um, mm-hmm. earlier in the weekend, and it was the most popular one. So very competitive. Wasn't able to get into that. Um, but she was very sweet to uh, to reply to my tweet and say, come find me in other places. So, uh, so we checked the program, and we did. So Sunday morning, got her autograph. She signed my confession dial. Yes, she did. Which is very cool. Uh, and we got to talk for a few minutes about... Uh, about cool stuff. I told her that I was a producer and a writer and an actor here in LA. And anyway, she's cool. And she's very encouraging words. So. Yes. And she got a huge kick out of your costume, which thank you. Yes, which was, uh, I th- like, I, uh, she hit the table when she realized what it was. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I told her, cause yes. I asked her like, do you have any idea what I am? She's like, that's a confession dial. I'm like, good job. Yes, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mrs. Tamalay. Um, but yeah, yeah, when I told her, she's like, oh, of course. Hit the and, table. It was great. I, oh, yeah. It was so nice. Yeah, and I said, if you like what I'm wearing, you're going to love the chick behind me. Because the girl behind me had a full ball yes. gown that was basically the castle yes. from Heaven Sent. Oh, yeah, we talked about that. That was The detail yeah. in that dress was... Really uh, good. Astounding is astounding yeah. the word. Yes, astounding is a good word. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. Like the uh, yeah, the print on the the bottom half of it was just skulls, was just skulls. <laughs> yeah, skulls on skulls on skulls. That was great. That was fantastic. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. we uh, we wandered around the the dealer room for a little bit. I managed to pass up the big finish table again and not purchase anything for the, I think third year in a row now. No, the very, very proud of you. Thank you. The second year in a row still Mm -hmm. that's, that's, um, that's a pretty big feat for me. And Mm -hmm. we, I think we, did we pass by Moffat and you Um, said, I think I'm going to get his autograph. I think he should sign the confession dial. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was, um, yeah, he was in his first autograph signing session for Sunday. And I'm like, I wonder how much, and I asked, and it was only 35 bucks for his autograph. And I'm like, you know what? I Rachel Talalay was good enough to sign my confession dial. Yes. Uh, and she wrote, hell of a bird. Yes, she did. Wrote a little a little note. And yeah. that was really cute. It was really um, cute. So that was sweet. Uh, I'm like, you know what? I got the director of the episode that I'm wearing, and an episode that is just such a work of art, frankly. So much to admire about yeah. that episode. Um, I'm like, well, you know what? Let me get the writer too, since he's here. And and how often am I gonna get, you know, to get Stephen Moffat's autograph? So I hopped in line and uh, did that. And how did that go? I think it went okay. Um, <laughs> right before it was my turn, someone had walked by and said, "Hey, I should know what you are, but can you tell me what you're dressed as? I just can't place it." And I explained it to him. Uh, and then I got up to um, it was my turn to get Moffat's autograph, and he said. And I said, do you have any idea what I am? And he said, well, I just heard you explain to that other guy. I'm like, no, right. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. And yeah. then he uh, he's like, so I assume you're just walking around getting doctors to punch you. And I said, you got it. That's exactly right. You got that's it. How I spent, that's how I spent San Diego Comic-Con. It's just asking every 12 I found to punch you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was cool. Uh, yeah. He was very nice. It was um, a lot of fun. Yeah. Then I believe we had headed to uh, program A, and we watched the live commentary of no, we did not, not no, yet. No deathmatch, deathmatch. Oh first. my goodness! So last year, uh, friend of the show Paul Cornell ran a uh, Doctor Who deathmatch 
and it was the doctor's edition. So they had a giant panel, and they tried to um, decide who the greatest doctor of them all was, and it was John Pertwee. So, um, okay. Uh, <laughs> maybe some disagreements here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, it was um, the season's edition, and at first we thought maybe it would just be either classic seasons or maybe current seasons. But no, it was all seasons of Doctor Who. And this mm-hmm. was a, I believe, a 90-minute panel, right? Yes, it was. And um, my goodness, this was a lot of fun. It was. It was. I really like how they started off by saying, by just like knocking off chunks. Yes. By knocking off chunks of seasons. I think they started initially with like a few seasons that they knew weren't, weren't that strong and then they started going by doctor like does anyone think that a Troughton season is going to be the winner and and any of the panelists could raise their hand if they thought that any of them were worth considering for the top slot and they just whittled it down yeah finally to 16 so they can do a bracket system and i think was a really good way to do it but it took an it took a probably an hour to get it down to 16 yeah and um there were some surprises. I kind of, I mean, I know Colin Baker gets a lot of flack for his doctor, but for them to just be like, so does anybody want, it? does anybody think of Colin Baker season? And nobody, like not one person raised their hand. Yeah. I was, as someone who has just recently watched uh, The Trial of a Time Lord, um, I mean, come on, nobody? <laughs> nobody? <laughs> I would have raised my hand. Um, but well, you, you thought maybe one of the column maker seasons could have been the top. Oh boy. What a question. See, I mean, that's what I, if I was a panelist and there was any season that was on the chopping block that I did not think would be, could be right. the number one, I would, I would be fine not raising my hand. And that's a fair point, but why weren't more people raising their hand for, <laughs> for season five of the current run of Dr. Who? I mean, that's honestly such a travesty. I'm I, so shocked. I'm I, so shocked. It didn't even make it. it didn't make. It didn't make it to the brackets, right? Or did it? No, it, it did. didn't make it to the brackets. It was a very strange part of where we were. Where were we going head? To, I think we were going head to head. Where it was se- mm-hmm. season seven of the old series versus season five of the new series, and season seven won. I think by a vote. And then we start. They went to something else, and they said, "Wait a minute, why is season twenty four on there? Oh, let's just get rid of that season <laughs> without a vote or anything." Which I thought was, yeah. and, and I went, "Well, why aren't we keeping five then? That's so." Yeah. I mean, whatever. I guess we can't all. Can win. we? Can we joyously reveal what season one? Absolutely, because I was uh, as the brackets dwindled down. I got more and more excited because I saw what was left on the board and I said, there's no way that this would not win. And I think at the end, Paul Cornell, he was like, oh, I want to know what the fans vote. But the the actual panel didn't realize that. And it, I was looking at them and the majority of them raised their hand for the uh, season nine of current Doctor Who. And that is what took it. Yes, to the uh, delight of uh, of the people talking right now. Yes, for sure. And uh, Taylor would probably also agree. Uh, we have stated on here, I think, even since maybe the finale of season nine, that season nine's the best 
of at least the current run, but it is mm-hmm. now uh, Gallifrey one etched in stone. Mm-hmm. Winner of the death of the death pen. The death match, match, whatever that's called. (laughs) The death match. The Doctor Who death match. I wonder what they'll do next year. I think it'll probably be Companions. Mm -hmm. And it'll be a three-hour long... It'll be a three-hour long... uh... Man. Yep, it will be. This was also... I'll be there for it. (laughs) I will, too. This was also uh, a very good uh, group of panelists, I thought. Oh, I agree. I agree. I think that was... I, I was... Throughout the panel, I was—I think I leaned over to you a few times. I'm like, this panel is stacked. Yes, it's very stacked. So good. Some people had notes. Some people had spreadsheets. Some people had old guides, and some people just went off the top of their head and nailed it. Yeah, Riley. Yes. Looking at you, Riley. Of course. Showing up with no notes and killing it. I, I know we. She's the best. We we've talked about this. That's true. But also Brian Wiga showing up with a four point font. Oh my goodness! Uh, like eleven by by like fourteen sheet of uh, paper for his Excel spreadsheet. Yes, man, sipping on some tea. Yeah, <laughs> he sure was. He was. Oh into man, it. yeah that yeah. that panel was probably. I mean, I'd say of it's not really a fan run because Cornell, you know, involved in. But I'd say like of the not program A, I think that was one my favorite one. It was fun. It I think was it was. It was definitely, definitely a lot of fun. And it, it was, it was even fun for me as somebody who is hasn't seen very much classic who. Yes. Like just hearing, hearing their arguments and hearing their passion and their jokes and their, it's just, just a, a great group of panelists. To honestly, same with Anna. Like Anna was like, she left that convention thinking, I want to know more about classic who. Oh yeah, yes she did. And I think that, I think that panel is kind of you know, helping get me the bug. You can't, I mean, you can see me, but the rest of the uh, listeners (laughs) can't. I'm very excited. Yeah, I think it's good. I think it's time. It's way past time, honestly. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Good. All right, what else did we do on Sunday? We we did a lot more. We did a lot more. Um, I believe after this, we went to the live commentary of the pilot. Yes, we did. And, um... I honestly can't remember anything about it. <laughs> I mean, it was a live commentary of the pilot. Yeah. Stephen Moffat. Who is just having the time of his life. I do yeah. remember that. He's just honestly having the time of his life. Yes. Um, he sure was. It was good. I mean, I hadn't watched the I hadn't watched the pilot yeah. in a couple months, so. I hadn't watched it since I believe it it um it first aired. Well, no, I watched it twice for the for the podcast, but Mm. Yeah, and then yeah, it was very good. After that, we had, and honestly, I'm going to give you the floor. We had um, Gallifrey waits no more, which was a um, well. Why don't you go ahead and take the floor on this one? All right. Uh, Well, it was a panel of I believe 14 women involved in the making of Doctor Who, uh, from the production team to writers to actresses. and it was uh, very powerful. You know, they were all all out on stage, and they were talking about the Me Too movement and misogyny in the industry and sexual harassment. And it turned into a bit of a of a cathartic session with some of the women up there talking about their very, uh, frankly, horrifying uh, yes and offensive stories and things that they have lived through, things that they've experienced. Um, and it was just it was very 
comforting and you can tell they were up there sympathizing with each other yeah. and empathizing because they've all been through it in some capacity. You know, whether it was uh, Gemma Redgrave sharing a story about her getting a part and then the director taking her out to dinner and uh, ordering her some a side of veggies to yes. eat because she was told she needed to lose weight. Or, uh, or another actress going on audition when she was 16 and the guy playing the piano was masturbating to her. Like, this yeah. is stuff that really happens. And it's cr- it's crazy and it shouldn't it shouldn't happen ever it shouldn't definitely shouldn't still be happening but it is you know it is because if it didn't the me too movement wouldn't be a thing again or still yeah but it is um and i think one one question that kind of kind of stuck with me was the moderator um posed it to to rachel and i think it's how they how we ended the panel but we can jump around obviously um the uh moderator who i believe was debbie someone uh, De- Deborah Stanish. Yeah, yeah. Um, who's very good. She also yes. was the one who interviewed Rachel earlier in the weekend. So, um, she asked Rachel Talley, director, um, very talented director, um, um, American director, uh, asked her how the Me Too movement has changed, um, basically how it's changed women's comfort level and ability to speak out against this kind of thing when it happens. And she said, "I'm still afraid." Yeah, I'm still afraid, and it's not she. She's afraid to uh, to to speak out against certain things because it will mean it could mean she gets blacklisted. She's not going to work for a certain person. She's not going to work for a certain studio. She's not going to work for a certain network. And it's that kind of that kind of fear and that kind of backlash that is why the Me Too movement is even happening. Yeah, it's exactly to shed light on this type of. Uh, frankly, injustice that happens that really, like, no one's really policing, you know, because you've got Harvey Weinstein who has, you know, sexual harassment and uh, sexual assault uh, settlements built into his contract. Yeah. And that's just the world that we live in. You know, Rachel gave the example of uh, not so much of of her experiencing, um, you know, some kind of assault, but she, like, she heard somebody else in the panel, forgive me for not remembering all of their names, um, Someone else in the panel said she was offered a position in production and she told a friend in confidence that she was four months pregnant and it got back to the people who offered her the job and they pulled the job offer. Yes, because they were doing her a favor. They said they were doing her a favor, and, which is insane. Yeah. And, and right, obviously, who the who the frick? I'm going to try to swear even though I can't. Thank you. Um, well, don't. Who the, you. who the hell are they to to make that kind of decision for a grown And that was in the last couple of years. Uh, but obviously, when Rachel, sorry, you want to go ahead. No, I was going to say that wasn't in the last couple of years. That was last year, like the end of last year, because she was. Yeah. She is. Recent. Yeah, it was very recent. It's crazy, Which and is, obviously, I mean, Rachel yeah. said that when she heard that kind of thing, she's like, "Who do I call?" The question. Yeah, what do I do? How can I help? How can I make this happen? But if she puts her name out there to try to, you know, to help somebody else then, you know, she could get blacklisted as well. It's a terrible, it's a terrible industry. And the only way that these people are getting policed right now is by being outed yeah. and by being publicly humiliated. Uh, and in a lot of ways, have their careers ruined. And they deserve it if they're doing these terrible things that they're doing. Yeah, definitely. You know, I mean, it's it's so silly. I mean, I've only experienced this in a very minor way. Um, and it was... Freaking, it was back home in New Hampshire when I was doing stand-up. I had such a worry that if I, if like one of like the more established 
you know, Boston Comics asked me out and I declined too harshly. I'm like, oh, well, they could, you know, blacklist me from certain places that I want to perform at. And it's so minor, but it's exactly, it's like a micro version of exactly that. Yeah. But like, if I can't perform at a at a club on, you know, on freaking Route 2 in Saugus, Mass, like, who cares? I can move somewhere <laughs> else and do other things. But if you get blacklisted in Hollywood, when you're actually trying to, like, do what you have always wanted to do, like, work in production, work in the industry, make Doctor Who, maybe. Yeah. I mean, like, there, I mean, some of them had horror stories about the BBC. Yes. Ugh. Like, I mean not it, it's you know it's in every industry it's in every i'm sure network every studio has these people and the me too movement just has to it has to keep going so we can weed them out so that we can get rid of them and i forget again who on the panel said something oh i think it was chase it was chase chase masterson yes uh, she said something that really stuck with me she said female producers hire female directors who hire female writers who hire female actors yes and that's absolutely true. Like I've produced uh, projects for for friends and for colleagues, and they're making a conscious effort. They're like, we would like to have as many women and people of color uh, on our and and members of the LGBTQ community, my LGBTQ community, <laughs> nuts, um, as possible. Like they just want to have a very diverse uh, cast and crew, and it's it's starting with these little productions. And I hope that it's, you know, I hope that it's, that's how it's being viewed across the board. Yeah. And that's why this mo movement's important. It was a very, very motivating and very horrifying panel. Um, yes. It's very, it very emotional. You could tell a lot of the women up there, um, you know, they were, they were reliving these horrible things. But they were talking about it almost like it was a, you know, it's like, as a matter of fact, like this is just how it is. Which yeah. is equally horrifying yes. as the fact that it happened at all. Yes. It's very crazy. Oof. And not crazy at all, and I hated it. But also, uh, but it was I'm, very, ready I, to, I'm ready to fix it. Yes, and I feel like this was probably uh, the most important panel they've ever done. I agree. And I feel like, I mean, I hope it's I hope it's a tradition. I hope they don't they don't stop it. I would oh, love no. to have more more female-centric panels like this. I'd love to hear more about the experiences. It should be 14 women. Give them three hours. Yeah. Let's just go. Let's all do it. Let's all do it. And, you know, there were a few a few times the audience members um, said things like, it's not your fault, and you were a child, and it's, you know, you're not responsible for the actions of an adult or of an adult man. It's yeah. It was like, it, in a way, it, it very much was like a support system yeah. that we were, we were all kind of sitting in on. And in some ways, depending on if, you know, people wanted to yell from the audience, getting to be a part of. Exactly. It oh. made you feel like you, you know, you weren't the only one. Yeah, it was very, very, very important, and I'm, I'm glad we were there for that. Mm -hmm. And I kind of wish it was, you know, I know it seems like they record everything, but it also seems like I'm not sure if they do or not. I mean, this is something I feel like everyone should see. I agree. And then uh, after that, we had uh, Sean, the program director, come out and basically uh, reiterate what we just said. And he says it's this: we just witnessed something very important, and I'm, you know, I'm glad we were all here for it. Um, mm -hmm. And then we watched the year in review video, which was uh, it was pretty cool to watch the reveal, the little teaser reveal of uh, Jody as the new Doctor with 
a room of about 3,000 people. Mm. Um, that was pretty special. I really, really enjoyed that. Yeah. And, um, I mean, the closing ceremonies are always fun. I really enjoy them. Um, Stephen Moffat was, uh, <laughs> uh, as Sean said, uh, the, the best for last. And he came out and he gave us, um, he told us a story about the last day or regeneration day uh, <laughs> from Tenet to Smith, which was very funny. Um, and then he read us his, I think his, he said his favorite worst review of Doctor Who. Yes, it and was it, very, very charming. And it was basically the first, it was for, for an unearthly child. So it was like the first one. Mm-hmm. which was great and um he got a standing ovation took a little bow kind of took it in because i mean oh and he also thanked us for the video that sean sent him last year when we were mm-hmm. all that was very nice um yeah just a great way to end a fantastic weekend and we look forward to next year and um i guess with the powers of editing, you're going to find out I forgot to ask Taylor this question, even though we had talked about it and said that I was going to ask him. But, Lauren, it's it's the 30th of Gallifrey yeah. 1. It's a big one. Now, what do you hope and expect for, I guess I will just say guest-wise. I already know your answer, but you might as well just say it here. Peter Capaldi. I, think... I, want, I want him. I want him at Galley. Yeah. I think, um, and I was thinking about this today as I was like, what would, for a 30th anniversary for me, would be like, man, this is going to be great. And I think two names come to mind. And yes, one is Peter Capaldi. But David the, Sennett? No, the other one's Tom Baker. Oh, my God. And I think that would be insanity if they could that somehow convince. If they could secure him, yeah. Secure and convince him because I'm very sure he doesn't come to America to do conventions anymore. I could be wrong, but mm. I'm pretty sure he doesn't. And I think that would be fantastic. Wow. But also, yeah. I think if you just got two of the modern day doctors, that would be amazing as well. Yeah. I think I that mean, would be great. I don't know. I mean, Sean mentioned in. In the closing ceremonies, that ticket prices are going to increase next year. He didn't yes. say by how much. No, he did not. Um, he just said that there's going to be an increase. And honestly, cool. Yes. Fine. Yeah. Totally fine with that. Um, and we talked about this over the weekend. Like, we're trying to figure out what is the threshold for us that would make us not want to go. And it would have to be a crazy, crazy increase. And even then, I'd probably be like, all right. Yeah. I mean, this is the only convention I go to ever. Yeah. So this is like the this is the biggest convention of the year for for so many, you know, Whovians in Southern yes. California and around the country. And people come from around the world. Yeah, they do. And it's great. Yeah. So, I mean, as far as what I expect or what I hope for, I mean, ticket prices are going up. They're not going to I don't think they're going to increase the number of people. They're going to keep it small. I think they'll keep the number of people. I mean, even if they add like, I don't know, add 30, 30 bucks per ticket. Yeah. I mean, times 3000 a lot of money i don't know i think that they could i think they could bring peter capaldi and uh i mean he's doing regeneration who next month i know we've talked about this i know i know i know no we can't go why not because we can't damn it i'm sorry well maybe maybe we'll go um oh no don't say that no (laughs) because we're not gonna no we're not going to um yeah anyway 
Um, where can the uh, the good people find you? Well, actually, I'm sorry. Is there anything else that you would like to uh, say about your uh, your weekend at Gallifrey? Um, no. Right. No, I think it was, it was good. I mean, we obviously we covered, you know, Saturday in um, in the Saturday podcast. Yes. Um, you guys, you guys did a Friday one, right? We did do a Friday one, yes, Anna and Peter. Did you talk about how, how great the Idiot's Lantern show was? Uh, no, because we recorded it before the Idiot's Lantern show. Did you guys talk about Idiot's Lantern on the Saturday show before I got there? We did. There? We did, yes. You talked about it after I got there? I was a little drunk. <laughs> yes, you were. Um, we talked about, I was actually just listening to it back. We talked about it uh, before you came in, and I actually said we talked about it before you came in. Please tell us how you think it went, and then you told us. Oh, wow. Well, guys, Galley is good for a lot of things. It is. Okay? It's good for death matches, mm-hmm. and it's good for Murray Gold. Yes. And it's good for uh, getting drunk in a safe space with loved ones, okay? There you go. Hey. So you can find me. Where can we find you? <laughs> <laughs> On uh, Twitter and Instagram at Bancroft, B-A-N-C-R-O-F-F-E-D. And I am also on laurenbancroft.com is where I post my comedy stuff. And uh, where can we find, well, I guess maybe we can find that video on uh, laurenbancroft.com. But where would we find your um, unboxing of the special edition of The First Doctor? Uh, Yeah, just go to uh, just laurenbancroft.com and you will see my unboxing with John Carlos McMaster. Yes. uh, Toy unboxing extraordinaire. So, uh, yeah, just go there and uh, see the link and uh, give him a subscribe. Live from Gallifrey, too. So, very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're right. dressed as Mythy and Swell. Yes. Was that planned? Yes, it was. It was. <laughs> sure was. All right. Thank you, Lauren. Welcome. Okay. So, through the magic of editing, I'm sure that was a fantastic uh, little conversation between Lauren and myself. <laughs> Always good to hear from her. Yes. Um so I think before we get to our plugs, we need to... Uh, it's your turn, Taylor, for the next episode of Podcastica. That's right. Yeah, getting back into our regular groove of things. And uh, seeing as how this is the episode, I'd like to show my kids first. I think we're going to do the very first fourth Doctor story, Robot. Okay. Now, actually, I have a question for you. Yes. Um, so our friend Anna... Mm-hmm. Who was on the the first the first episode? Oh yes, we should plug this. Yeah, we should. Um, she has decided that she would like to. Let me see. The thread is up somewhere. Let me find it. She didn't know how long the thread was up. There it is. Uh, she has decided that she wants to um, start a new Twitter uh, a live commentary called uh, "New Two the Number Two Classic Who," which yep. I, is I believe you came up with that. Uh, yeah, I did. I did suggest that hashtag. Um, and she's going to watch a, a, a classic episode a week and live tweet it, mm-hmm. which, uh, has gained a lot of, uh, a lot of people are voting and they want 62 votes. So that's pretty good. Wow. That's better than any Twitter poll I have ever put out there. <laughs> and she, uh, as of right now, it was tied earlier today, but it looks like she's going to be watching City of Death. Nice. Which is one of my all-time favorites slash everyone's oh, all-time for favorite. for sure. Um, so, and I already know what my next episode is going to be, but I'm not going to... Uh, oh, I'm not, spoilers. I'm not going to say it. So, um, all right. you should follow Anna. It's uh, literal, Literary Anna. 
Yes. Uh, on Twitter, and I'm I don't know when she's going to do it. I, we will tweet it out from the Podcastica um, Twitter to when she decides to to do it. Definitely. Uh, and I'm uh, very excited that she has decided. I mean, it took four or five galleys, but she finally decided to get on into it. Yep. Which is great. I'm very happy for her. Um. So yeah, robot. I'm uh, I'm excited. I have not seen this. Nor do oh, really? I know what it is about. It's probably has a robot in it. There is a robot in it. I will give that. I'll give you that much. All right. Good. Good. <laughs> you know what? The, the only other thing I want to say is I think we're both cosplaying next year. I <clears throat> I have the very early stages of an idea that I'm kind of like keep, mocking up and toying with, and that's yeah. all I'm going to say. Yes. Keep it. Uh, keep it close to the chest. There. Yes. Definitely. Mine is a little. Uh, mine should be interesting if I can pull it together as well. I, I oh, guess I will keep it close to the. Uh, start now. Start putting ideas together. Yeah. It it will come together and it's going to be awesome. I know what you're planning on doing and I think it's going to be great. Thank you. And I what you what you are doing is also very clever and going to be great as well. I love a good pun. That's all I'll say. <laughs> so uh, you can uh, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. It's. Um, at the Podcastica for both of those. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter at Apex Buddha. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search Podcastica. Look for the Gallifreyan writing. Rate and review us as well. Uh, also subscribe to us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the NOTLG. Uh, if you saw us walking around with the uh, future of time and space's female shirts, NOTLG.spreadshirt.com. We, uh, I, I'm just going to go ahead and say we originated that design. Heck yeah. And, uh, you know, you can't, can't take that away from us. I don't know. Uh, patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Uh, donate if you want to. That would be great. We would appreciate it. Uh, muchos, I guess. I don't know. Uh, the Y-Axis, they do our music. Twitter.com slash the Y-Axis. Facebook.com slash the Y-Axis. The yaxes.bandcamp.com, and they're also on Spotify. So join us again in two weeks where we will uh, tackle the first Tom Baker serial robot. And we will talk to you guys then. See ya. See ya. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit notlg.com. Show me what you